combos may not be suitable for younger listeners. In addition to a language advisory, this podcast contains themes that may be sensitive or triggering to our audience. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, Halloweeners, to Cutting Room Convos for today. I'm Yasmin, and when I wear my denim jacket, I feel badass like Sydney Prescott. And I'm Jossie, and I did come right back. Hey, Jossie <laughs> is back, a guest for today's episode. Jenny is not here at the moment. Uh, we decided to give her a little break, but she will return, I promise. So, the movie for today that we are going to be talking about, of course is Halloween 2018, and it takes place 40 years after the first Halloween movie. Yeah, you know, coming right back in time for that sequel, right? Yeah, I think it was actually pretty, <laughs> a pretty decent idea, what they had. I think it did pretty good. It was. It, it sounded simple at first, but I, I think they really played this off well. And it takes place with, of course, Michael Myers and Laurie Strode reuniting after all this time, after... Mm-hmm. Michael Myers was in an institution all this time, and he finally broke out by while he was getting transferred to another institution so he can get his revenge against the one that got away. Laurie Strode, who was quarantined uh, by herself all her life and living in fear while uh, basically defending herself and becoming estranged from her family, things like that. She really let the paranoia get to her. It, she really did. And how this whole thing started was these two investigative journalists uh, who wanted to look more into the story of Michael Myers' crimes and of what happened to Lori. So if they hadn't visited Michael, he wouldn't have had inspiration to break out and, and get to killing again. Yeah, honestly, so. it was all their fault. Like, if, it they was- just, <laughs> if they just minded their fucking business, none of this fucking would happen. Seriously, everybody else left well enough alone, but the mm-hmm. journalists, of course, it's... It's their job, I guess. No, they had to. They had to really piss him off. <laughs> no business bringing out his mask. No business, Seriously. you know, coming at his recess time. He was, <laughs> he was fine, and all of a sudden they're screaming at him, and it was just, it was a mess. Yeah, you know, his jail buddies did not need to like goad him on. Like, oh, oh yeah, oh, they were, oh. they were instigators. Figaro, yeah, like, what were, the hell was? <laughs> they really decided. You know what? Michael's gonna break us out too. <laughs> so let's just let's just egg him on a little bit, you know? And I thought that that was a little too much. Just a little bit. None of it would have happened. <laughs> but at least it took a bit of attention away from like the huge amount of gore that was in this movie. Yeah. It was like it was, it was unexpected on it how was. gory this movie was. For real. I wasn't expecting it to be that like I don't know like morbid. it was like I get it it's Michael Myers like <laughs> yeah we can't give him like too much credit but it's one of those things where I just wasn't expecting to see you know a jaw out of place and, right you know like or banging the head on the wall that much. kid stabbed on a gate <laughs> kid stabbed on a, a kid fucking getting killed in a car like a I just little one I just wasn't expecting it um mm-hmm. but I mean expect the unexpected that's what I like about horror movies you know so oh it's it's great though mm-hmm. yeah so uh well 
I mean, what was your first impression when you first saw this movie? It was pure excitement, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) So for those of you that don't know, um, I am a huge Michael Myers fan, which sounds absolutely idiotic because he's basically like a serial killer but i love the halloween universe it's just one of those things where i'm i mean i have a picture right there oh yeah i have a uh, a wreath of michael myers you know (laughs) i have shirts i have hoodies it's 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 a little crazy so when this movie came out i flipped (laughs) i flipped out and i was like oh my god I'm so excited. How is this gonna how is this gonna turn out? I mean you were there. I went through a whole research segment where I flipped. Oh, how can I, I forget? Flipped out. I was like, how's this movie gonna work? Because, you know, Lori Strode died in this in resurrection. How is she gonna come back? You know? Oh. Does she still have a son? And in twenty eighteen she has a daughter again. Mm. Because she had a daughter um in one of the other timelines. Oh in yeah. The movies four, five, and six where <laughs> Something, the the daughter and Michael were, like, connected. I don't know, it was weird. Yeah. That, that one was is, weird. Uh, that That's very weird. But, but I was <laughs> I was excited. I was excited, and once I saw it, I, I think in 2018, I saw it in the theaters, mm. I think, like, five times. Oh. I, I went five times to watch it, because in each time, I was trying to count how many kills he had in this movie, because in the first one, he only had five. Oh, as yeah. As far as, if I'm... If I'm correct, I think you only had five. Mm-hmm. And this one, almost positive there was more. I think there was, and I have the list of people too. I, I, I think there was. I think there was like twelve. About Ooh, okay, yeah. Because it was, was a lot of random people too. Yeah, a lot of people that like got in the way and and things like and that. And not even in the way they were minding their business too. You see, yeah, yeah. If right. these if these journals <laughs> just minded their business. Seriously. Then everybody else that wanted to mind their business wouldn't have had to deal with Michael Myers. It, it was like a chain reaction, mm-hmm. honestly. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, fun fact, too, when I was uh, when I was younger, I used to be terrified of Michael Myers. Oh, and I, I have a vivid memory of not sleeping because I was imagining Michael Myers walking through the hallway oh. and into the room. And I was like, how am I going to survive? Like, that's it. Like, I'm dead. There's no surviving that. It's Michael Myers. I just remember having that that fear and somehow it turned into... A, like, obsession. Obsession, where I was like, oh, you know, the way that this movie is. I don't know. I like him better than Jason and, and yeah, Freddy is a close second, but... Yeah, Freddy would be, like, he's always been my favorite, but after watching these movies again, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just fascinating, because it's like, is he the boogeyman? Is he not a boogeyman? Right. Is, is he just a psychotic killer? <laughs> you know? Like, he killed his sister when he was six years old. Yeah. And his sister, I think, she was older. She was. She was. She was. In her teens. In her teens, at least, like, high teens, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. And I don't know. I don't... I, if I had a six-year-old brother that <laughs> that tried to kill me, I'm launching him 
across the room. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I would stand up first, and then there is no like waving my hands and getting my titties cut off. Like there is, there's not any of that. I would have launched him across the room. Oh my god. <laughs> And, you know, that was, I remember from the previous movie, that was the only time he was unmasked and showed his face, because, well, he was six years old. Mm-hmm. You know, as a little kid, you know. He showed he... it at the end. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. They showed it at the end, oh, because, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was Lori, it might have been Lori that took his mask off. Mm. Right at the end, so you see his face, and then he puts it right back on. <laughs> that was so quick, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember I paused it, because I was, like, analyzing his face, and I was like, hmm. Oh, no. (laughs) This is what he looks like. (laughs) Now you know. (laughs) All right, so let's get down to it. Let's just start off with the effects of it all. Mm -hmm. Get that out of the way. They had reused, recycled some of the old stuff from the first movie, which I really liked, um, both audio and visual. So for audio first, um, I do like that little glimpse of music that they used when Michael passed through the bathroom door that Mm -hmm. Dana was using. Dana was using the bathroom. She was behind the bathroom door. Mm -hmm. Sorry. And so I can't even remember how to describe that music, but it was just as eerie Mm -hmm. as his face passing through and the fact that those correlated together so perfectly. Mm -hmm. It was simple, but I loved it. The Um, power of music in films. It's (laughs) it's actually (laughs) astronomical. Seriously. Um, And then... I liked the uh, famous scare sound that was used throughout this movie and from the first one that da da da. And the first one that started out was where one of the little innocent trick or treaters he bumped into Michael Myers, you know, walking down the street just like <laughs> in the first one. I was so like, cute. He's like, sorry, Mister. Yeah. I would have been like, why the fuck are you jumping <laughs> in front of me like that? <laughs> I dropped my candy now. You gotta pick it up. <laughs> I would never survive a Halloween movie. Like, I would never survive. I would see him, and I'd be like, what? And next thing you know, I'm dead. I would have been that kid bumping into him, the oblivious trick-or-treater, not thinking he was a murderer. Oh, sorry, sir. And then you just walk away. Yeah, see, that's how you survive. (laughs) Me, I would have fought him and lost. Oh, my God. But, yeah, and I I also loved how they... um, Reuse the Michael Myers theme. Da, 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 of course. Da, 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 da. And that was they during his... do anything else, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was during his montage, too. Just, like, walking around the neighborhood while everybody's trick-or-treating, having mm-hmm. a good time, and little do they know, right? Yeah. Um, and I also noticed that they kind of revo- revised that Michael Myers theme when... Um, what's, what was that stoner kid's name? The kid who was smoking, uh, trying out the motorcycle. Dave. Dave, when Dave was uh, trying out the motorcycle and checking out the garage, you just hear the slow version of the theme. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wow. So they changed that up pretty good. Also, just a disclaimer, sorry if you hear our parents, <laughs> for some reason, they need to scream across the whole house to speak to each other so <laughs> life of a puerto rican household yeah and then they have to slam doors just like that so <laughs> so ignore that just ignore Back. our parents in the background if my dad starts spontaneously singing then y- you know why or screaming or screaming mm-hmm. <laughs> so i those were the um effects of audio that stood out for me I don't know if there was anything else that stood out for you. 
honestly, what I really cared about was the... Was it, da, na, 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 na. Like, that's that's what I cared about. Yeah. Because any other music or, or song, I would have been pissed. Yeah. Have like, that's just, that's Michael Myers' theme. Yeah, you cannot just take that away. It's it's part of him, mm-hmm. literally. literally. Yep. Um, what I also liked was in the beginning of the movie where they did the beginning credits, like the first movie, mm-hmm. and um, they showed like that old school font, you yeah. know, next to the carved pumpkins and mm-hmm. the dark, and I thought that was really nice. I I kind of felt just cozy in a way. Yeah, I think that, <laughs> I think they wanted to show like hey this is the 2018 version but we're not forgetting back in the day don't forget the original yeah Ah! i knew you were gonna say that (laughs) there we go um so then visuals of course i'm gonna always point out camera stuff that looks cool to me and there was a lot of first person view stuff as you could tell first person first person in, in my list yep of the first one that came out right away was where after michael had escaped um, and he was following the journalists, and they went to that cemetery mm-hmm. where Michael's uh, sister was buried. And there was, like, a view of Michael at a tree from, like, a distance, mm-hmm. viewing the journalists while they were tape recording or see, whatever. See, but do you think that he was following the journalist, or do you think that he was trying to see his sister? Since it was oh. one of the first time in 40 years that he is out. Oh. And that was his first kill. He was, he was six. You are absolutely right. I did not think about that. I mean, that that's me just kind of digging a little too deep into the movie, but... But it, it could mean two different things. One, either that in a way, because it's still his blood relative, that he kind of missed his sister, or to make him feel better for missing out on the one that got away. Yeah, I mean, it also kind of humanizes him a little bit more when you think about it in a way where, oh, he's visiting his sister... Right? Kind of humanizes him. But he also could have just been following the the reporters trying to get his mask back. Right, yeah. And I liked how you brought up the word humanizing because that's the word I thought of when in the first scene he was at, he was at his recess hour. And they uh, showed Michael's mask and you kept seeing glimpses of him. Mm-hmm. Like on the side of his face, the back of his head, the gray hairs. Like you, you kind of get the sort of reminder i guess that michael myers is a human mm-hmm. it makes you question is a human or a boogeyman which yeah. one is it but it's, it's and to just, this day i don't even know like i can't i can't answer <laughs> that i wish i could give oh no i think he's there like i just don't know especially when they were showing the glimpses of his face because mm-hmm. of his eyes there was oh. like moments where you would see it and i swear maybe it's because i don't wear my glasses when i watch this mm-hmm. movie but he doesn't it's like he doesn't have eyes it's just pure white it's strange you know <laughs> so it's like <laughs> is that boogeyman you know what right. i mean but then you know you see certain scenes like when he was at the cemetery where it was like hmm. yeah human i'm kind of glad that they didn't show his like whole face for more than a second <laughs> oh it was like it was so quick you had to like really be like possibly yes. possibly yep possibly. yep <laughs> And you know I did it. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. But like it's good though that they didn't show his entire face because then you would want to sympathize with him. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they didn't do that, it kind of showed like, hey, don't forget. He's still like the crazy killer, you know. Don't don't forget the original. Mm-hmm. Um 
But yeah, that was a good uh, first person view for, for Michael's perspective. And then they had one for Karen's perspective when she came home from groceries or whatever. And she kept hearing floor creaking, which I was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. But she kept looking around the house. She's like calling for, uh, I forgot her husband's name, Ray. And then she, she looks around the house and there's a camera view like I'm guessing in her eyes of looking up the stairs kind of circles a little bit uh, just up until when Ray arrives and fake little jump scare. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so that was pretty cool. And honestly, the name Karen really fits that daughter well. It does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Especially with the Christmas sweater. She just whined the whole movie. She's I mean, okay. <laughs> she sounds like a whiner though. Like, Part of me like, okay, I get it because <laughs> <laughs> she was put through... A traumatic experience, you know, having to basically be a warrior as a child, so she was prepared for Michael Myers. Seriously. But another part of me is like, by the end of the movie, it's like, bitch, <laughs> are you going to complain again? Are you going right. to keep complaining? Or was uh, Lori right? Right. Like, I can't do this. Gotcha. Girl, um, come yeah, on. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, she's like, ha I got you now. When she was complaining the whole time. Uh, that was my favorite part of the entire movie. It I was loved a good it. part. It was a good part. I liked when Lori was behind him. Uh, Happy oh, Halloween, Michael. Happy Halloween. I love that so much. I would have said that when after I stabbed him in the throat. Oh. Not, like, kind of give away where I am. You know what? I would have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that camera view was good. And then, of course, you had to have the first-person view of Lori at some point. Mm-hmm. And it was while she was at gunpoint searching around her house with the flashlight for Michael. Mm-hmm. You know, every time she's walking toward a closet, there's the view. Yep. Slowly stepping, inching towards the closet. I'm like, uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So that was really good, too. I, I really loved how they changed it to the first-person view. And I can't recall if they really did that much in the previous one. But... No, I don't think they did just because Lori, she shifted in this movie. She's not mm. the same high school Lori from the very first one. I mean... You're absolutely right. All Like, all of a sudden, she became hard as a rock, and she was ready to fight. Yes. The other one, she was fighting to survive and absolutely terrified. I mean, she was still terrified, but she used her fear to project it onto Michael to try to kill him. Yeah. You know, I mean... She learned. I think she, I think she should have let it go. Yeah. She wasted 40 years of her life. That's a, that's a long freaking time. It's a long time to... I feel like 40 minutes is a long time for me. To dwell on this man? I don't know. Especially if, in this case, the um, this man, it's, it's a stranger. Yeah. I mean, yeah, anyone can be traumatized by a stranger, but... I mean, for 40 years, maybe to each their own. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he did kill, like, all her, her friends. Yeah, that, yeah, definitely. But I, f- I feel like if they would have kept the brother-sister aspect, it would have made a little bit more sense. Yeah, it, it would have made things more interesting. Mm-hmm. Because um, I loved the brother-sister aspect of it. Even though, like, the... Earlier movies, not gonna lie, they kind of sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I loved the. Oh, now we know why he was going to Lori. It yeah. wasn't just because she dropped off paperwork at the old Myers house. It was because <laughs> that was his sister. Yeah. No, that that I did like that too. 
Um, and then another cam review, of course, was when it was following Michael during that whole montage, walking mm-hmm. around the neighborhood. That that was cool. He really had all the audacity <laughs> to kill all these people and then just walk around like a stroll in the park. Like nothing. Just like, hey. Like, blending in. It is his camouflage, man. Mm-hmm. It's insane. And it blows my mind. Like, people are stupid. I'm sorry. If I see a <laughs> six-foot man built as hell with a Michael Myers costume... Mm-hmm. I'm calling the police. I don't care if it's Halloween. Especially if it doesn't look like someone has candy or and if the he's lights are off. Walking around. You know, I mean, like, if it was, like, in real life, I'd kind of laugh and be like, okay, he's doing that, like, intentionally because it's Michael Myers. <laughs> but, like, if I was in this universe and in this film, I would have called the cops and been like, um. <laughs> Maybe this isn't a big deal, but there's a six foot man walking out of an open house and. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he has a real knife. <laughs> I don't think it's from Spirit Halloween. No. No. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, the cam reviews were excellent in this one. It was very well done. Um, and then one more visual that I really liked, of course, was the motion sensor yard lights during that scene with Oscar. Poor and Oscar, <laughs> man. Oh, God. Poor Oscar. In the last moments of his life, he got rejected by a pretty woman. And honestly, it Ooh. all could have been avoided if he just went around... The block instead of cutting through somebody else's yard. Through one yard. One yard. Like, he was trying to make it all fun and trying to make a move on uh, Allison. And it's like, nah, dude. His best friend's girl. (laughs) Oh, that was so bad. But, yeah, I liked how they did the motion sensor lights. And they always worked in Michael's favor. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Turned off. Okay. Where are you, man? Mm -hmm. And then what I also liked was that the lights didn't turn on. When Michael hit his first strike on Oscar. It just happened in the dark. And we knew that from the music. Yeah. Like that's what scared us. It Mm -hmm. it was great. I was like oh good. I found it funny that he was moving in the dark. And it's a motion sensor light. It's because. Boogeyman. (laughs) Boogeyman. You see like it's stuff like that. Because it's a motion light. Every time you are in motion, the light turns on. Not when you're standing still. And every time he was still is when the lights would turn on. Well, he's a man who walks at 20 miles an hour, so you can't detect his speed. He, run, he runs when the camera's on him. That's, I'm, <laughs> I'm not arguing with he you runs on that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, the, the motion sensor lights, that, that is a good point mm-hmm. to, uh, to mention, because I, I didn't even think about that with how often he moved. It was really in his favor. So those were all the effects that I caught. Um, of course, I didn't catch a lot of jump scares. You probably remember them more than me. But, of mm-hmm. course, there was the fake one with Ray walking in the back door. And then literally right after, Lori jumps down the stairs. Bah! Mm-hmm. Dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Scaring uh, Karen and Ray. I was like, She oh. also had the audacity. She, she basically <laughs> broke into her own daughter's house and then scares the shit out of her. Seriously. And then calls her stupid. Like, <laughs> and then she hates when she's being looked at as crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, Lori. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, you looked a little bit like a crackhead. So, <laughs> oh god. And but... then points the gun at Ray. Oh, that other. Yeah, that was intense. I think she honestly just didn't like him from the beginning. No, she probably didn't. But I don't think he liked her either because he was like, uh, you give me the gun and like he's he's pointing like the gun is pointing at him and he keeps walking towards her uh-huh. i'm just like oh my god ray the honestly he was also stu- very slow his stupidity i just cannot i took taekwondo oh, no what did he ta- say jiu-jitsu. jiu-jitsu oh my god 
Oh, one of the two. I can protect my family, but he's playing with a fucking yo-yo. He didn't Lori's even house. sound that confident either. No. Like, usually a, a husband against a, a mother-in-law or whatever would be sounding really just masculine, husky. Uh, I can protect my family. You can leave now. You know, he's just like, I I took jujitsu. I'm fine. I'm, <laughs> he didn't yeah, well, sound. We're also talking about the same dude that was like, oh, I got peanut butter on my penis. <laughs> That is absolutely right. I remember the first time I saw it, I wanted to smack him. I was like, Lord have mercy. Like, why did they have to have that line in there? It's, He's he, just a dork. He was a dork. He already looked like a goofy dad. He didn't need those extra lines no. to show it. No. <laughs> no, he really didn't. Great job on you, Ray. Congratulations on making it that far in the movie. Um, <laughs> you should have been the first one dead. You, should, you would think he would be, right? Mm-hmm. Um... But no, uh, another jump scare was, uh, this one was my favorite because I saw this in the preview, of course. Uh, Michael Myers in Julian's closet. Julian, the little black kid that was being babysat. Yeah. Like, you didn't expect it. Vicky was trying to close the door like, well, what the fuck is going on here? And then opens it, boom, raises the knife, wastes no time. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, Julian. Julian was like that, too. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Jumps out of the bed. That little boy said every man for himself. He saw Vicky getting mutilated, and he was like, nope. He's like, I'll go get help. He goes, and he doesn't. He gets Dave and and then tells Dave, you're going to die. You're going to die, Dave. Run. And then dips. He dips, and then you don't see him again. That's what's funny to me. Like, where is he with his mother? Like, Where did he go? Like, you would think they would have just a little bit of closure on him. No, he just runs off to the street. Or something, like, after the cops find the place and whatnot. Oh, my God. He, yeah. He he just dipped. And honestly, <laughs> I don't blame him. I probably would have done the same thing. Oh, gosh. Oh, this is so bad. I was going to mention that rule about black people dying in horror movies. But, like, he's a kid, too. So, mm-hmm. like, it shouldn't, yeah, like, apply people, to him. Especially, like, back in the day, they really, like, directors were fucked up. They were. Like, I'm like, glad that... Like this new era of era, sorry, yeah, era sorry. of horror movies. It doesn't. Well, it's not gonna work out like that. No, no, people would be heartbroken. You know how Peter would probably go against John Carpenter if Michael Myers killed a dog. Mm-hmm. He didn't kill a dog, did he? Mm-mm. I don't remember. Oh God, I gotta look over the movies again. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he did. Okay. Um... So, yeah, well, that's good then. Um, But, yeah, those were all the jump scares, at at least, like, the more notable ones that that I came across. You didn't get scared of anything, did you? No, I've seen the movie so many times that Uh I knew everything that was coming up. And while you were taking your notes, I was like, Yasmin, this part's going to come up. Just Ah, yeah, and that helped out a lot because, like, I'll, I'll admit... Other times when watching a scary movie and, and I'm trying to uh, put in notes and, and I miss something and then it takes me a while to process things even more and yeah. and I take a while finishing notes after the movie. But thanks to you, like, I finished these notes, like, before the movie even ended. <laughs> and I put, I got so much good stuff, like, that, that we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. And... One of the things I want to talk about that you mentioned was the parallels mm-hmm. between uh, this movie 
and the previous one, of course. And Mm -hmm. what I love is that they did these parallels, especially within, you know, how much time there was in between both of them that Mm -hmm. they got to do this. It's kind of made it iconic. Yeah. I really liked it. Um, And the first one was, you know, when you're sitting in class and you're bored looking out the window and you see a figure standing there and... When Lori, of course, was in class back in 1978, she was seeing Michael when looking out there. And mm-hmm. in this case, it was uh, her granddaughter, Allison, looking out and seeing Lori standing there and, and visiting her. It so, kind of shows, what, like what I said before, the difference between Lori in the first movie to now. Mm. That, like, strength that yeah. came from it. But it also shows, and again, maybe I'm reaching... But the connection between her and Michael. Oh, between uh, Lori? Lori and Michael. Yes. And there's like a lot of notes that I mentioned about the similarity or similarities between her and Michael at this point that I cannot wait to get into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so another parallel, and I, I'm glad you pointed this one out because I almost forgot about this, with uh, the ghost sheet. The wearing of the ghost sheet, where in 1978, Michael was wearing it while wearing a pair of glasses Mm -hmm. of the previous victim that he killed. He is a messed up individual. (laughs) He was fucking trolling. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, he had no reason. (laughs) Is that you? Wears the glasses over the sheet. Like, (laughs) idiot. I love that. And then the 2018 one was, well, that was unfortunately over the corpse of Vicky, mm-hmm. the, the ghost sheet. So, I mean, but it was a good little homage to that. Mm-hmm. That was pretty Michael cool. Michael still wanted to be an ass. <laughs> he was still fucking trolling. He that. was still like, you know what? I'm bored. <laughs> this killing is getting boring for me. He, he got creative with that particular kill out of all of the ones. He did. He, well, and also the boyfriend. Mm. Wait, the boyfriend? Oh! Dave. Oh my god, that's right. Because he was, like, stuck on the wall. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, mm-hmm. That was gross. Um, so then another parallel was, I, I just called it closet. Because, of course, in the 1978 one, Lori was hiding in that closet. And you remember that iconic scene. from iconic. The view from inside. And you see Michael, like, breaking through. And you see his mask. The, the lights swinging mm-hmm. and all, all that happening. And then this one now, Lori looking outside mm-hmm. of a closet, walking towards one, thinking that Michael's there. Which is also kind of a um, common little theme for other scary movies that mm-hmm. happen. Like, oh, the the scary person that you're looking for is in that closet. Opens it. Oh, there's nothing there. Oh, but they're right behind you. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. I like how they did that. I think that was the first moment when I first watched the original Halloween movie. Because a lot of the times when I watch these horror movies, I'm like, I, I kind of chuckle because <laughs> these people are, just, like, working so hard to survive. Mm-hmm. And if I, it was me, I'd be like, why? Why am I trying so hard to survive? Like, I would just, <laughs> you're not going to kill me, so I'm just going to do it myself. That's a, big, that's a big fuck you to the serial killer, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. They are right. trying so hard to survive, and I'm like... Sorry, no. Nope. Uh, <laughs> I survive and then uh, live with the trauma, or I just die. You know, oh. <laughs> at least like the killer then doesn't get the satisfaction. Uh-huh. So I think mm. when Lori was in the closet and Michael wasn't, like, I would have found anything, and I would be like, you know what? Fuck it. Uh, you win. Oh my god. See you never. That's it. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, that that was, of course, a really good parallel that they had to put in there. Otherwise, if they didn't, I would have been upset. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then <laughs> this parallel, I, I quoted it as, quote, dead disappears. Like when you think that something is dead on, on the floor, you look around and then something distracts you. Oh, he's over here. He's over here. And then you look back, gone. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened, of course, in the first movie where um, Laurie thought Michael was dead after, you know, he, he fell out of the window or whatever. And gone. Gone. Right. <laughs> but then that happened in 2018, too, when Michael threw Lori out of the house and she was laying there supposedly dead looking. And then Michael gets distracted by Allison and then looks back. She's gone. So those are all the parallels that we pointed out. And if anybody out there finds any parallels that we did not mention between 1978 and 2018, please let us know on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We would really love to know, and it would help a lot. Thanks. So then, there were a lot of themes, of course, or tropes that have been common in other scary movies that I found in the 2018 Halloween movie that um, were kind of broken as well. Uh, so I titled this Pre-Scream. Of course, I'm basing everything off of Scream now. <laughs> um, that the mask killers are never usually revealed Mm -hmm. and in this case like in the first scene he kind of was in a way so i i thought that was interesting seeing uh particularly the um the deaths of the journalists Mm -hmm. in that scene he was unmasked the whole time and you could even see glimpses of his face like for a second or two and i'm just like oh my god this is this is a human person killing like this is crazy Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not just some horror legend. <laughs> and um, what's funny is that, like, the, the OG horror movies, you know, a lot of them are unmasked. I mean, yeah. look at Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, like, Jason, I know the mom was the original killer, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when Jason is, like, revealed mm-hmm. at the end, you see his face. Yeah. And I think in almost... In not, all of them, but, like, there's so many different faces of Jason that you see. There is. You know? It's great. And Freddy, Freddy was just burned. Freddy was just burned. <laughs> you know, something slight. <laughs> so I think for this one, it was like they wanted to give you something, but not too much. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I agree 100%. So, yeah, that was a that was a good little rule breaker there. Um, And then another one was that usually for scary movies, of course, all of the kills would be in a darker lit setting. Mm -hmm. And the one that stood out for me the most was the death of the journalist because it was in broad daylight in a bathroom with, you know, sunlight coming in at at different angles. And you saw everything. Mm -hmm. You saw everything happening to them. And I was like, oh, gross. Yeah, it was very morbid. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. Like, just seeing... I remember at one point I, like, shut my eyes every time uh, Aaron was getting his head bashed. I was oh. like, oh, my God. Like, I felt the pain or yeah. when he was going through the houses while everybody was trick-or-treating. Oh. And he comes and he smacks the girl's head, like, on whatever <gasps> board was in front of her by the window. Yeah. She was screaming. And the second she got hit, it was, like, instant brain damage. She couldn't even talk anymore. She stopped. She oh, froze. It was, I remember I had a migraine after that. Mm. And that oh. was, like, the beginning-ish of the movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that, that looked painful. But, 
Yeah, I thought that was, like, really interesting that mm-hmm. they just showed everything. They didn't care. Yeah. Um, and so there was, I mean, I guess this isn't too much of a big deal, but usually the killers in a slasher film would give mercy to kids and animals. And, I mean, yeah, Julian got away, and he and Michael didn't kill any dogs in this one. But if you remember the scene with the father and the son driving down a road and they're talking about like, oh, dad, I want to do dancing. I don't want to do, what was it, sports or something? He didn't want to go fishing or go hunt fish or something. Oh, okay, yeah. And he wanted to do dancing and they come across the, the bus crash and um, the father and son separate. And, and when the son found a, a dead body, he runs to the car, starts driving, but Michael got in the car already and he's bashing the kid's head in. I think he like broke his neck too because he was holding him by his neck and you heard like a crack oh and seeing something that graphic being done to a little kid a child like i was just wanted to dance he just wanted to dance the poor kid and i was just like that was whoa i never thought i'd see something that graphic well i said the same thing for it with what happened to georgie Mm -hmm. but that that was that wasn't cgi that was like it was different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was uh, that was an intense one. Then another one, of course, the, the basic rule, no drinking or doing drugs, mm-hmm. rule number two. I, I'm only mentioning this one basically because of Julian's scene. When he said, all you're going to do is smoke some weed. And then he said, that's against the rules. I'm telling mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, of course, he probably meant I'm, that's against the rules, like the rules of the household. The babysitting rules. Right. And I thought about how it's against the horror rules, too. Mm-hmm. So. And it is, because look at... <laughs> homies died. <laughs> look at Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Dave was blasted. Yeah. And Dave and Vicky were about to get it on, and then they both died just before they could. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, and then another theme was that usually... A killer searches the house for the victim. Duh. It's a given. But in this case, Lori was searching for Michael Mm -hmm. in each room of her house. And every time she found the room empty, she pulled down a a grate or something that showed, okay, X marks the spot. That one's checked out. Empty. Good. Mm -hmm. Next room. I was like, oh my gosh. She had everything planned out. It was awesome. Yeah. I love how she did that. Was she really was prepared for this <laughs> she 40 years she, she prepared <laughs> every single day she had all the gadgets she had all the home depot uh credit cards oh she to, <laughs> she ran that store out like that's it <laughs> there's no home depot in haddonfield that's it there you go uh so that one was great and then one last theme that i noticed of course is that usually there's one female survivor in a slasher film and in this case there were three and not just three, three freaking generations, mm-hmm. all female, badass as hell. Then we're just going to talk about the people that broke certain rules in just a minute. So let's go down this uh, uh, obituary Yikes. <laughs> that Michael Myers created in this movie and see what kind of rules that they broke in terms of survival mm-hmm. so the first victim uh was the i called him the dancer kid uh the poor kid it breaks my heart seriously i felt so bad but um 
the mistake that he made and his flaw was that he split up from his dad mm-hmm. after they found the crash. And you're Honestly, not supposed to split up. That wasn't his fault. That was dad's fault. Yeah. That, the dad left him. Yeah. I mean, homie had no business coming out of the car, but <laughs> Michael would have went in with the kid in there anyway. Yeah, you're right. And, like, he he tried to grow up fast mm-hmm. just within minutes. You know, he had his dad's uh, rifle in his hand. and I think that was his because he was hunting with his dad. Oh, no, you're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. But, and then yeah, shot somebody. He shot after the doctor raises up saying, don't shoot. Mm-hmm. Like, if I see something coming up in front of me, I'm, I'm going to panic. I'm going to shoot. <laughs> he, got, he got a little too trigger happy with that. Right, like, I would have, like, stayed covered and said, please don't shoot. I, I just survived. I'm mm-hmm. coming up right now. Okay. <laughs> See, that is why, ladies and gentlemen, you do not have your finger on the trigger when you are holding a gun. Yes. Please. <laughs> do not do that. So, dancer kid, I'm sorry. Rest in peace. Next. Were the mechanics. I'm just putting both of the mechanics in one thing. They had no chance. I'm sorry. Yeah, they they did not. I I just said that they were in in Michael's way. They just happened to be there, mm-hmm. and Michael's just like I can't take any chances, have any witnesses, and well, I think he killed the first one because he wanted his clothes because that's where he got the clothes from. Oh, the clothes. That's right. Oh my god, mm-hmm. forgetting about the clothes. I mean, he did that in the last movie. Yeah, I Duh. think that's why he killed the first one. As for the other one, I think witness he probably saw was about to like probably get help or something Mm -hmm. that's yeah you're right that's probably the case then it it makes more sense rest in peace mechanics so next sorry (laughs) now the next one was interesting because michael went after dana first when she went into the bathroom by herself by the way which i think was the cause of her death because let's be honest it's that's part of the female rules all females go to the bathroom together um that's true (laughs) but even though he went after dana first because she's a female sexist much but whatever it's michael myers what do we expect (laughs) honestly i think it's just less sexist and he just hated everybody equally like he just wanted everybody dead he hated everybody equally yes um but yeah uh aaron came in sort of to the rescue but because he was trying to fight the boogeyman, mm-hmm. like actually try to kill him, it's what got him killed first. And then and once again, Dana. if he minded his business and didn't scream at him pointing the mask at him, yeah. none of this would have been an issue. Seriously, you really think that Michael didn't think he was being mocked? Like, mm-hmm. I would have thought I was being mocked. Like, if you had my mask, like, what the hell are you doing? And especially because he felt connected to the mask it it was almost like he knew that the mask was with them where it was it was drawn to him and once he found it it was like a missing piece to the puzzle for him he he felt complete Mm -hmm. it's so strange but yeah aaron and dana the journalists no longer investigating even though i still think aaron's alive they didn't show him fully dead did they i don't think they did Mm. i mean they saw him gushing blood and like yeah, almost seizing, but I thought they would have, well, no, they probably carried, they, if this were the case, they probably would have carried him out on a stretcher during that whole uh, investigation scene of mm-hmm. the cops and whatnot. All right, and then next one was during Michael's montage into the trick-or-treat land. Just going for it. 
And this one, we didn't see this kill at all. We didn't even see this woman. I, I call her woman in the kitchen. Goes into the kitchen, you just hear a gasp, and then, like, uh, slams of the hammer and, mm-hmm. and gurgling sounds. And I was like, oh, God. And then you see her dead body when he walks through. Oh, that's right, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, she left the door wide open. And her, well, maybe, I don't know about wide open, but she left her house unlocked. Mm-hmm. Um, Never and, do that. Why would no. you do that? I'm also a very paranoid person. Yeah. So even when I'm sleeping, I lock my bedroom door. I don't blame you. I've done that too. And she also left it open while she had a baby in the house. And I now, Michael didn't kill this baby. And she left the garage open, which is why he got the hammer. That's absolutely right. Oh, my God. Like, how do you just leave everything open like that? Especially when trick-or-treaters are around. You don't know if teenagers are going to come in and try to steal something from you, too. And plus, it's Halloween night. Like, a lot of crazy shit happens on Halloween night. That's absolutely right. Yeah. Now, I'm glad that the baby was spared because that, that at least sh- shows something slightly human of Michael there. Like, he... Did he even, like, look at the baby? He or looked. He, pa- he passed by it. He looked at it. Like, he looked to the side and then just walked out of the front door. Like, it it showed some sort of sentiment there. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he probably also wanted to cause pain to the baby by keeping him alive ah, without a mother. That's a good point. It was probably not, not worth killing. It, it wouldn't... Probably not, like, adult enough. Mm-hmm. You know, because he has so much strength. He he stomped on, on the doctor's head, crushing it, for mm-hmm. crying out loud. Like, probably And thought, that's another reason why I think he could be the boogeyman. He has, like, this superhuman strength. Oof. Yeah, that is insane. But yeah, woman in the kitchen, you should have left your door locked. Your fault. <laughs> then the woman in the next house, I, I don't know which house it was during his montage, but she, she was on the phone the whole time, in the mm-hmm. house by herself. So clearly, while she was on the phone, she was not aware with her surroundings mm-hmm. and didn't notice that Michael came into her house somehow, so she must have left her back door the open. The back door, yeah. And that shows something else, too. It's not just the front door that you need to keep locked. Sometimes the back can be vulnerable, too. If you are alone in a house, hmm. everything should be locked. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Windows. I will be here home alone <laughs> In broad daylight. <laughs> and I will go off to every room to make sure all the windows are locked, make sure both doors are locked, yes. the back door is locked. Like, I am a little insane. Oh, my God. Well, no. It's it's totally understandable. So that was the woman in the next house. Next was uh, Vicky, uh, Allison's best friend, also the babysitter of Julian. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved their relationship. They were so cute. Oh, they were great. <laughs> what what did he say about like oh um cutting my my nasty ass toenails? toenails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that kid was so funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, when Vicky died, I mean, other than the fact that she was getting it on with Dave, and she clearly left a, a door unlocked. Mm-hmm. She also wore socks. Socks can hold be up, a hold killer. Up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Coming from somebody, okay, that constantly wears socks. I am never seen without socks on unless I'm in the shower. Like, oh. I am constantly wearing socks. Nobody told her to slip. It was not the socks' fault. It was her fault. She walked in there perfectly fine. She went up the stairs perfectly fine. 
But she ran for her life and slipped. And all of a sudden, she slipped. You know what? I'm probably, I'm almost positive it was, <laughs> it was, what was his name? Julian? Uh-huh. It was Julian's ass. He probably left like a water spill or something in his room that oh. he didn't want to clean. Or maybe he pissed his pants and then he maybe trailed off. <laughs> maybe that's what she slipped on. Oh, but I am no. not going to blame the socks because <laughs> I am always wearing socks. And yes, have I slipped occasionally? Yeah, but I've also <laughs> I have also ran around and was perfectly fine. <laughs> oh, great. Debunked. Well, we, we have to test it out, man. Like, I'm going to have someone dressed as Michael Myers for you and no, see if you slip on your I, ass. Because I'm going to tell you this right now. <laughs> I will just curl up in a ball and wait for my death. Like, there's no running. There will be too much anxiety in me to even contemplate the thought of running away. I would just be like, go, take me. Take me. Just go for it. Go make it painless. Just do it quick. There's no way that I'm running because I'm, that is a huge fear of mine. Oh no! So so you're you're the freeze type out of uh, fight, flight, or freeze for Michael Myers. Hell fucking yeah! I am frozen. I'm not surviving. He has superhuman strength. I am five two. I am five two. Yeah. This. He all he has to do is. Flick his fingers and I'm flying across the room. I'm not. I know how to pick and choose my battles. I know when to fight, and I also know when to run. But I also know when you know what you running isn't gonna do anything. Just give it up. Just give it up. Save save your cardio energy. Yup. I'm gonna save it for the afterlife because oh me against God. Michael Myers. I know I'm not winning. No, no. Well, at least you're being realistic. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. Eva, I'm just thinking about it now. My anxiety just shot up. Just no. imagining him walking into the room right now. Well, let's uh, lower that anxiety by talking about the pothead, Dave. Oh, he's um, his dumbass. <laughs> other than him breaking rules number one and two with the smoking and the sexing, um, he also, like Aaron, tried fighting the boogeyman with a knife, mm-hmm. oddly enough. You know, like I would uh, quote Professor Snape from Harry Potter. Harry Potter reference. Thanks, Jenny. You would dare use my own weapon against me? Mm-hmm. Snape would say spell. But weapon against me? Come on. Like, <laughs> you know, I do give it to him, though, because he was trying to protect his girlfriend, even though he didn't even make it. Uh, yeah, he was late in the game. He was. <laughs> Homegirl was dead before he even grabbed the knife. Before he probably ever got in the house, let's be honest. Because, so really honestly, he should have listened to Julian and just ran. <laughs> Run, Dave, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Dave, what are we going to do with you? So next one was Oscar, the best friend of Allison's, I think, ex-boyfriend, because he was a dick. It better Whatever. be X. Yeah, seriously. I was more mad about him throwing her phone in the punch than him cheating on her. Can you believe that? The pudding. It was pudding. Oh, it was pudding. My bad. <laughs> it was pudding. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, they could have at least... You know what? I'm not going to be mean. Never mind. I'm not going to be mean to the actor <laughs> instead I mean, of the character himself. Not being mean to the actor, but at least towards the character. I wish his name was on this obituary list. Just saying. I and wish then, he was at least attractive. Ah! Uh. 
I'm sure he is now. I'm just saying the hair. That's probably why they made him the the Bonnie out of Bonnie and Clyde. Mm-hmm. He, he had more of a feminine look to him. The and... face. Like, he had no business being that disrespectful to Allison. <laughs> no. And, and, and cheating and come on, guy. Like, oh, my God. Like, you, you, have... were, you were in a skirt, my dude. You were in a skirt. You have a better chance with your reflection. Like, the audacity of him really pissed me off, and that's why I was like, they could have had a more attractive actor <laughs> to play him. No, that that was... Uh, no offense was to the actor, <laughs> but that just means you did really good at playing your part. Yeah, you, it, talent. Mm-hmm. It was talent. There you go. <laughs> so, back to his best friend, Oscar, the one who's always rejected by women, apparently. Oh, God. I think he died because he talked too much. He was venting to Michael, and Michael's like, oh, God, I did not come back for this shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> he did talk a lot. And honestly, again, don't mean to go for the actor's neck, but he just looked like he smelled weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I. You know uh... what I'm saying? You, you know what I'm saying? You just kind of, like, look at him, and you're like, he probably... Mm. Smells like salami, you know? Uh, oh, God. You probably <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> Again, you just did really good at playing your part. You, you did. You were very good. And, mm-hmm. and your death was uh, creative. It was very creative. And I'm sorry that that happened to you. <laughs> Especially when you hear the gurgling and the, uh. Okay. Oh, God. Moving gross. on. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, another reason, of course, that uh, Oscar got killed was when you know, Allison had split up from him, you know, and they separated. You can't be separated. That was his fault. He shouldn't have fucking kissed her. Yeah, he he was... Wrong signals. Very, mm-hmm. very wrong. <laughs> he was not good at reading her at all. Yeah, he... he sorry, for those who, who don't know, he thought that Allison was, like, giving flirty signals to him, and she, he, he just got the wrong idea. Like... His best friend just cheated on her and threw her phone in pudding and basically just broke up. What made you think that that was your moment to shine? Like, seriously. <sighs> I don't know. Oscar, good luck. You're um, dead. So, you're you're sorry. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, the next death that occurred was Officer Hawkins, unfortunately. Uh, and it, he wasn't even killed by Michael Myers. He was killed by Dr. Sartain. Yep. Um, and Dr. Sartain, he, like, I think he did it, like, as a self-defense thing for, or defense of of Michael. Michael, yep. Because, of course, Hawkins successfully ran over Michael, or at least hit him with the car a little bit, Mm -hmm. and was about to kill him, and Dr. Sartain's like, no, no, wait, he's, and I like that, um, the officer said, I'm still gonna blow his fucking head off, as, like, to show his true intention. He wasn't trying to hesitate Mm -hmm. but he still just didn't double tap soon enough Mm -hmm. and he really should have he should have just said fuck the doctor just it's michael (laughs) fucking myers like seriously like come on any civilian would have just popped his ass (laughs) yes no hesitation no matter who got in the way Mm -hmm. but dr sartain i mean that that bit him in the ass because then dr sartain was then dead um, by getting his skull, uh, crushed in. <laughs> and I, and I think that was just because he was too obsessed with Michael's work. You know, mm-hmm. he, he wasn't all there in the head and 
he didn't think about his self-defense against Michael. I think he lost himself. Right, yeah. I think he felt like him and Michael had, like, a friendship. Some bond. Some bond. And just saying, same thing happened in the Rob Zombie movie. Ooh. With um, one of the security people (gasps) in the institution. He was like, oh, yeah, me and Michael, we have, like, a bond and whatever. Next thing you know, Michael killed him. Oh, yeah, that was... (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, think, I think he forgot who Michael was. Yeah, and he just did not... And all he wanted was for Michael to say something, because he never spoke. Oh, yeah. So that's why when Allison was like, oh, he said something, what, what was it that he said? He really wanted to know, mm-hmm. but now he never will. And he so, was annoying. He really was. He kind of sounded like those, um, I don't even know, like those those crazy Dr. Frankenstein ones mm-hmm. with an accent, like... I don't even know what. He was just weird. Yeah, not my favorite. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I could have done without him. I wasn't angry when he got his (laughs) head bashed in. That was so, like, I did not think it would be that crush that disintegrated. Like, I thought it would have been just a crack on the head. Mm -mm. And and just a slight splash of blood. (laughs) The superhuman strength of Michael, you know? Like, he, to bash someone's head like that, You went through bone, the whole skull. Like, now there's going to be, like, an upsail and, like, steel-toe boots and Mm -hmm. shit. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was was intense, unexpected, but got the doctor out of the way. And then the next kill was, honestly, I don't remember the name of this other officer, but he was basically one of the other officers who saw Officer Hawkins' car. And while oh, the doctor was two. driving it. Oh, there were two of them. Yeah. Oh, there were two. And they're both. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They both noticed the the car and, like, how the lights were on. And it was stopped in the middle of the road. So, they it, it was strange. So, they wanted to check it out. But you don't go out to investigate something strange in a horror movie. It's what gets yeah. you killed. No. <laughs> I don't care what your badge number is. Like, you... <laughs> You do not investigate that. No. No. Seriously. You're not going to win. <laughs> but the, their deaths were, um, <laughs> this sounds sick of me to say, they were so creative. I was going to say that. They were really creative. I mean, <laughs> one your... of them was holding the other cop's head. Yeah. And it was like, I thought it was beautiful. Like, <laughs> no, that's weird. I know that's so weird to say, but it was just one of those creative things where you're like, where the fuck did this pumpkin come from? And then they turn on the car light and it's a whole fucking hollowed ass head. With when did light. Michael have the time? He He's too creative. It's insane. I'm like, man. Where, yeah, you're right though. Where did he find the time to, he, to be this creative? Exactly. Like, it's like <laughs> he had time to do all of this and still get to his goal of wanting to... Get Lori. Like, yeah. Not, there's not that much time in a day. There's just not. It's like he kind of had the mind of, like, like a, a, a gay fashion designer. Like, hold up. We got some work to do. Yes. Yes, honey. Yes. Stick the light in that hollowed head. Fabulous. And then somehow <laughs> drove the car. Uh, with, oh, with them in there. Or maybe, like, while. Maybe he pushed it. Yeah, like, uh, while Ray was out there, like. Find anything? No response. Probably in the meantime, he's like, okay, gotta push him into the 
driver's seat. Mm-hmm. Tur- wait, turn on the light. Okay, good, good, good. Go hide. <laughs> like, part of me just wants to know his mindset. I know it's not real. I know Michael Myers is not a real person. But it just kind of goes into my true crime mind where uh-huh. I'm like, I want to know right. what went wrong in, like, the brains of serial killers. Like, they just go crazy and kill it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just want to know what's up in their head that's different from everybody else's. It is a sick sense of humor, man. It's <laughs> it's sick. But that also leads us to the final death in this movie, which was Ray, um, Lori's son-in-law, who, of course, like the officer, walked out to investigate a strange cop car. A stop, and this one, a stopped cop car with no lights and no response from an officer. Like, at that point, I wouldn't have gone to anybody. I'm just like, oh, either he's busy with something or something happened to him. I'm going back in the house. Part of me wants to believe that was him in father mode. They were looking for his daughter. They had no idea where his daughter was. You're right. You know, so he walked out and he was like, did you hear anything about Allison? Hello? Anybody there? Because the car wasn't there to begin with, so obviously somebody had to drive it. Right. You know, so he just wanted to know where his daughter was. And, I mean, it's sad. It's actually really sad. Yeah, that's a good point. But, I mean, with an annoying character like that, of course people are going to want him killed off, Mm -hmm. and it is a wish come true. (laughs) So, those were all of the uh, lost souls in this movie that have happened, and the reasons why. Um, And so, I want to compare... Okay. This timeline to the others, because Jossie, I know you <laughs> have studied all these timelines, did graphs and everything, and that's mostly the reason why I wanted you a guest on this one <laughs> to compare it to, to compare all of them to this one. Yeah, because I know that they have tr- had many trials and errors in trying to have a very successful timeline, and I think they're treading more carefully on this one. Yeah, and I think that's that's also a huge help to Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, she did it... At one point, she got really tired of being Laurie Strode, and the movie's not making sense, you know? So, this timeline, obviously, as everybody should know by now, (laughs) it's only the very, very first original movie... And then this is the sequel to it. Yes. So that knocks out everything of Lori having that little girl. Oh, yeah. That daughter that was connected to Michael. The fact that they're not related. Mm. The fact that she doesn't have a son because in age 20 she had a son. That's right. You know, so it knocks out everything that we've ever seen our whole lives. Yeah to this and then we can also compare it to the time the timeline of the rob zombie movies which have nothing to do it's a completely different timeline oh so different completely different timeline and i think it's the third movie as well that it's just the same name it has nothing to do with michael myers um season of the witch yes that was don't ever watch it (laughs) it is not it's not a good movie at all um (laughs) i couldn't even sit through it no. And I sit through some really dumb movies. Oh. I just could not do it. I have to, I, I just have to see it for comparison reasons. For good myself. luck getting within 10 minutes of that movie. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's just not good. It's just not good. Dang. Um, but yeah, so it's, I mean, 
if we want to compare it, this one is definitely more thought out. Mm-hmm. And I can see, it's just weird to say, but the end is near. Mm-hmm. Instead of always leaving it open. I yeah. see, like, the franchise finally coming to a close. Uh-huh. And people only really remembering the very, very first one, 2018, Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. Mm-hmm. I see that happening. They With 2018, I know a lot of people weren't too fond of it. Yeah. But I really enjoyed it. Like, I really liked the movie, and I liked... Um, I was very iffy, and you know this. Yeah. You know this. I was very iffy about bringing it back and what they were going to do and how they were going to go about everything. I was very iffy on the whole adding another timeline. Right. To to me, I was like, God, like, are they beating a dead horse (laughs) at this point? Like, he's still so legendary with the movies being, some of them being trash, you know? Yeah. Michael Myers is such a legendary thing. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so I think that they are onto something. I think that they could actually make this so good. I, Yasmin, you were there. I was, I got a white piece of paper and I wrote every movie down. I wrote every timeline down. There was <laughs> arrows. There it was like, a, to anybody just looking at it, it was scribble. It was scribble. <laughs> it was scribble, but my brain understood it to now where I could just sit here and I could talk about the different timelines <laughs> of yeah. Michael Myers and the Halloween movies. Oh. But this one, I definitely think that it's it's going somewhere. Me, personally, I hate the Rob Zombie ones. I don't think that they're good. Yeesh. I don't think that they're good. I think somebody took Michael Myers and what he stood for. Mm-hmm. And just made him into this huge guy that, you know... It, they made it, him metal. It, it humanized him. It yeah. humanized him. It took the boogeyman aspect away. Yeah. And also the fact that he had all of those uh, masks, mm-hmm. too. And like, he wasn't even, um, like, the whole Judith Myers thing. Like, it wasn't a thing. Like, they yeah. showed him when he was a kid... And I think he was like 11, like 11 or 12. Oh, yeah, and they showed his face. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I forgot about that. So I I see what they were trying to do. I see that they were trying to kind of give a little bit more background and, and a storyline to Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there was a need to if he's the boogeyman. Yeah, and also there was more gore than story. Yeah. And, and it, I, it kind of took away from that. Yeah, that's what... That's why I was a little like, oh, watching these the kills in this movie. Because I was like, oh, God, please don't be like the Rob Zombie movies. But yeah. I think, yes, there was a lot of gore, mm. but not too much. That's what I was they thinking. Didn't, they didn't show it. They didn't show him doing a lot of it. Like, mm. look at the mechanics. His, the, the handful of teeth. The handful of teeth. But you don't see him get the teeth. Yeah. You don't see him breaking that guy's jaw. Ooh. You just see that he did it. And you're just assuming, like, oh, fuck, Michael. Yeah. You know? You don't see a lot of, like, any of gruesome kills. You just see, like, kind of some aftermaths or, like, some tokens. Mm-hmm. I keep saying tokens for everything in every episode. But yeah. Yeah. Um, and, I, and he was an older man. Yeah. He was an older man. Yes, he was huge, and, but, like, huge as in tall. In the Rob Zombie ones, he looked 
like Hulk Hogan. Like he he looked, he looked massive, which makes sense with why he had so much strength. This yeah. one, he's an old he's an older guy. He should not have that much strength in him still. <laughs> no. No business. I doubt that they had a fucking gym in the insane asylum or the criminally insane place. You know what I mean? I doubt that they had that for him to have that much strength. For what real. I love about I would say most of the timelines is that he is the boogeyman. Yeah. And I loved that he was a boogeyman, but also related to Laurie Strode. I loved how they connected that. Fine, okay, I'll let it go. (laughs) I'll get over it. He could just be the boogeyman. I did like that, too, because, like, the the relationship, it it gave a bit of a conflict. Yep. You know? And it's, I guess they simplified it here more. And I didn't think that that sort of simplification would be as successful. Mm -hmm. But it is. And they also added a bit of the sentiment, like, of, you know, like, the the closure with the daughter and the granddaughter, things like that, and things coming together. Mm-hmm. And that's why the timelines are, are so important to know when you watch these movies, because they're bringing a lot of little aspects back. Yeah. Just so you don't fully forget of the past and all the movies that they've made on Michael Myers, but... Mm-hmm. That this is the definitive timeline. This is the timeline that matters. Yeah. You know? Because, I mean, like I said before, there's Halloween and Halloween 2. That's a timeline. There's mm-hmm. 3. has a whole. It's a whole separate thing. There's 4, 5, and 6. Then there's H20 and Resurrection. Right. Then there's Rob Zombie. <laughs> there's you know? So, so there's so on. much of those movies that have little bits and pieces within their our timeline that we're in now for Halloween. Well, by the time that this episode comes out, I I believe Halloween Kills will already have been out in theaters, so I can't wait to see that one when it comes out and I can't wait to talk about it too. Mm-hmm. So, I I think we won't be disappointed when we see it. Oh god, I hope not. I get so <laughs> scared. I get so scared when it comes to horror movies nowadays. You know, like Candyman, I was like, because, I mean, let's be real, the original one wasn't that great to begin uh, with. No. You know, but I did like that movie. <laughs> it was it was pretty good. Malignant, I was so nervous about. Ooh. Oh, I love so, Malignant. But it was so good. Oh, I great. loved it. <laughs> you know, so I'm so nervous, especially because of anybody that knows me knows, like, Halloween is my thing, you know? Yeah. The, the holiday and these movies. Oh, absolutely. And that's what the thing I love about, you know, the idea of the boogeyman for Halloween. It's we we can't forget. It's Halloween. It's a spooky time. Mm-hmm. You know, as as much as there are morbid things happening, all these kills and whatnot, there's there's something about that that childhood fear of yours, the boogeyman that still haunts around during a childhood time of your life. Mm-hmm. So I, I could never forget that. But I think we'll just uh, wrap it up from here. Okay. Kiddo, thank you so much for joining me on <laughs> this episode of Cutting Room Convos. I, like, I am so glad that you got to talk about Halloween for this one. And, <laughs> and the timelines, let it all out and, you know, go beyond the I have a lot to share. A lot to share <laughs> when it comes to Michael Myers. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. You know, so I... Where can we find you 
on social media? Because I know we didn't say that the last time you were here. Um, I have my Instagram, which is Jossie Ruiz three. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it might be underscore three. I think it's I, underscore. Yeah, Jossie Ruiz, Ruiz underscore three. TikTok, Jossie Ruiz three. <laughs> um, that's pretty much it. All right, perfect. You better get some followers on your accounts then. And, you know, we better get some followers on Cutting Room Convos as well. Mm-hmm. At Convos Room on Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram. Go ahead and follow us, all right? All and- of the Halloween freaks. Yes. It's spooky season. <laughs> So let's have some fun. Enjoy this entire month of October, please. So, once again, thank you for joining us on Cutting Room Convos. I'm Yasmin. I'm Jossie. And I'll be right back. This episode of Cutting Room Convos was recorded at Jossie's home studio. All opinions are their own and they do not represent any companies mentioned. This episode was on Halloween, the 2018 film directed by David Gordon Green. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Convos Room. Hope you enjoyed. If you like what you hear and want to show your support, any donation would be much appreciated. Go to anchor.fm forward slash cutting room combos to send us all your money. That's anchor.fm slash cutting room combos. Thanks. These are our bloopers, yo. I don't mean to scare you, but there's a spider behind you. Where? <laughs> Where? Where the fuck did it go? Where? Oh, it's right here. It's right here. It's right here. Oh my god, this is me. We're talking about. Where's? Oh my god, it's gonna come. I don't like killing spiders, so I don't know what to do. Oh god, soda can or or something. I don't know. Oh my god, I'm so glad you weren't. I'm so. back. The spider is safely outside. Thankfully, thank you. All right, so we're gonna talk about the themes now, and Period. I cannot wait. For Halloween kills. Mm-hmm. So...